0: Anyway, okay, well, good morning. good morning. I greet you all this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we come for worship this day. This time it's for the people who are watching online. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements. Today we're celebrating our graduates with Mackenzie and Anna as they finish high school and move on to post-secondary education. And, and we're just going to celebrate with them and just invite you, if you're comfortable, to stay for a quick reception after the service. Our strawberry tea will be July 12th that's a tuesday from 11 to 2 and it will be takeout only this year and plans are still coming together but if you would like to help out in any way you could talk to grace or joyce and we'll be glad to take on helpers at the back of the church next to the hand sanitizer is a sheet of paper it's double-sided on one side it's just a simple reminder that we're having summer services on wednesday nights not sundays but our services will be wednesday nights at six o'clock and we're putting plans together for that it'll be family worship uh, for it'll be worship for the whole family so everyone is welcome on the flip side of that we had a we had a, a request from a social worker through the schools to help supply snacks for kids and families that she works with over the summer and so she sent me the list of kind of their their wish list of things so if you're if you're interested in your grocery shopping you see something on sale Feel free to pick up something. We'll collect them here at the church and make sure they get to Nicole as, as quickly as possible so she can continue to provide some snacks for kids, some treats. A recap from our congregational meeting that happened on Wednesday night, where we decided whether or not we're going to stay or leave our church building. We decided we're staying and, we, and we're going to um, upgrade. Our building we're going to upgrade our electrical system and we're going to install heat pumps and we will be purchasing a commercial dishwasher all of this in order to use our building to better serve the community in which we live so we are very excited about this possibility and we look forward to how god will lead us to use our building to help those in need in sydney mines as for we know there is a great need in sydney mines for children and for families and well for all ages really So we seek to find ways in which we can serve God from this place. I think that's all I have myself. Is there anything I forgot or any other announcements to share today? No? Let's take take a moment of silence as we prepare to worship our God. We light this candle. Remember, Jesus Christ is the light of the world who shines in and through our lives together. Let us join together in a responsive psalm, and I forget which one it is 127. 127. Unless God builds the house, in vain. unless God watches over the city, Those in, vain. in vain you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. children are a gift from God, and offspring are an offspring a reward from God's hand. Like the arrows in a warrior's
1: hand, so will be of the children of God's hand.
0: Happy are those who have their quiver full of them. They will not be
1: put to shame when they meet their adversaries
0: at the gate. Amen. Uh-huh. join together in prayer. Let us pray. Father God, we gather this morning to celebrate the gift of life you bring. May your Holy Spirit envelop us today, and may we notice. Amen. Our opening hymn is Come and Find the Quiet Center.
2: Our scripture reading today is from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them in the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, be the, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over the new wine.
0: Let us pray. Lord, we do indeed seek to serve you all of our days. And Lord, we just gather here to be moved in such ways that we can serve. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. So it's Father's Day. Let's have some fun. You want to hear some dad jokes? (laughs) Too bad you're getting them anyway. Richard, you came on a good day. You're always posting good dad jokes on Facebook, right? This is Richard from Brockville, by the way. He's down. He's from Sydney Mines. He's down visiting family. So it's good to see you here today with us. So why do seagulls fly over the sea? Well, if they flew over the bay, we call them bagels. I know 25 letters of the alphabet. I forget why. How do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. I was going to tell a time-traveling joke, but you guys did not like that one at all. My kids, they refused to eat tacos, leftover tacos for dinner, so my wife said, throw them out, and I did. Now I don't know what to do with the tacos. I was talking to an old fellow at the senior's home. I said, what are you going to do today? He said, well, me and the wife, are going to get our new glasses. Then we'll see. (laughs) My grandfather always said, as one door closes, another opens. He was a great guy, but a terrible carpenter. (laughs) A weasel walks into a bar, and the bartender gets excited. and said, I've never served a weasel before. What can I get you? Pop goes the weasel. I recently started telling people about the benefits of dried raisins, uh, dried grapes. It's all about raisin awareness. And the Lord said to John, come forth and receive eternal life. John finished fifth and got a toaster. All right, that's enough for that. It is the end of the school year. Just a few days left. Some exams to write and some celebrations to be had. And yet again, what another year it has been. Another year of uncertainty. Another year of making plans and canceling plans. Another year of ups and downs. Another year of will it happen or not? Can we do it or not? For our children and what they've been through in school for the last few years, they really do deserve everything. It has not been an easy year, a couple of years of learning. For those who earn their degrees and diplomas during the pandemic, they've shown incredible perseverance. And they are to be celebrated. In recent years at Carmen, we've, we've tried to honor our graduates. And it started a few years ago with some young ladies when the pandemic first hit. And since we weren't meeting in the church I went to their homes and I presented them a gift and I prayed with them. It's just a simple reminder to let them know that we remember them, we, we celebrate them, we honor them, we're proud of them, and we love them. And we will celebrate with two more high school graduates today. The end of high school is a new stage of life. It's the marking of a, a significant shift. It's a moment where we finish and we leave the structured environment of the school and even of home at times and move into our own independence. Some go on to further education, some begin their begin to work. Whatever it is, wherever it is, you're out there starting your own life. It's an exciting time, isn't it? But it can also be a bit intimidating or even frightening. knowing that you are now going off to make life decisions on your own for yourself. And if you're moving away, it can feel like an even bigger intimidation. As a church, it is our hope that you will know we are always here for you. We've seen many children grow up in this building. They've come here as babies, some of them. They've been through our Sunday schools. They've served at our dinners they've helped out in many ways we've watched them all grow up and we are proud of them all aren't we now even though many have moved away growing up and starting their own families or starting their own careers we always consider them to be members of carmen don't we we always will when i first came here to sydney mines one of the first questions i was asked was you know our aaron right And of course, that was talking about Reverend Aaron Billard who grew up in this church and now serves the church in Moncton. And even though he's still in his late 40s, he's still considered a child of Carmen. When we grow up, we have our family. Some are large, some are small. They're all very different. I know some of you have like dozens and dozens of cousins. And some of you are like Anna and Anthony who have no first cousins at all. Families come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. But we also have another family. When we grow up in the church, we have our church family. This is another family of people who are still part of our lives in some way, people who have seen us grow up, people who have probably been a bigger part of our life than we actually really imagine and understand. Church families are a gift. And when we leave high school and make our way to the next stage of life, whatever that may be, a lot of things change. But not everything has to change. I chose our reading from Proverbs today because Proverbs is a book that is just full of great wisdom, and I would encourage you to to read through it at least once a year. And chapter 3, which we read this morning, reminds us of something that I think is appropriate for today. It reminds us that even through the changes that life throws at us, there's always one constant. And that constant is that God is always with us. Our reading began today with, My child, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Once we know God is in our life, even when things change all around us, such as a milestone like graduation, Once we know God, we should hold on to what we know. We keep our commandments in our hearts, the Proverbs tells us, and they will bring us peace. The reading continues, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and people. That's kind of a big one. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. This is the core of the essence, core essence of what it, what it means to be a child of God. It is the core of what Jesus teaches us. Love and faithfulness are what Jesus just exemplified in his life for everyone to see. And we would do well to remember these simple things: love and faithfulness. It is so important that the writer of Proverbs says we should bind them around our neck like like in chains or that we should write them on our heart like words carved into stone. Love and faithfulness should become part of who we are, integral into our lives. This is who God is, loving and faithful. And he showed us these qualities in abundance through Jesus Christ. And as children of God, we are asked to do the same. If we do these things, like what Proverbs says, we will gain favor with God and with people. And if we gain favor with people through our love and faithfulness, then others will see God too. They will see God's love and faithfulness. And those who experience God's love and faithfulness will grow in their own love and faithfulness. It is a beautiful cycle of life in relationship to God, growing in love and faithfulness. Now, what about those times when we feel lost? When those challenges of life just kind of drag us down? What about those times when we just have no idea what we're supposed to do? Then we rely on love and faithfulness. And again, we turn to Proverbs 3, and it says we're to lean, on and lean into and trust in God. The reading said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this week we had a meeting here in the church to decide what to do with our building, stay or go, and, and in the end we decided to stay. The trustees, they had gone off and done their homework, and what they brought back to us looks pretty promising, Really? That the initial work we need to do to our building to make it more efficient is not as daunting as we first thought, even just a few weeks ago. We decided to trust the Lord that He has great plans for this old building, a building that at times over the last few years has looked like it's outlived its usefulness, that its best days are behind it. But we've been praying an awful lot lately, we've been seeking to listen to God a lot lately. And things have changed. Things look different now. We leaned on God. We trusted that he has a better plan for this place. That there is a brighter future here. So we are seeking to submit to him. We are asking him to clear the path before us so we can make this building live again as we seek to serve our community. We can do this in any part of our life. We can always turn to God when we do not know which way to turn. He has a way for us. Now sure, there may be times when we can't see a lot, the fog's moved in, we can't see down the road, the path. That just means we need to trust God even more. Because God sees beyond the fog. He sees what is coming, and he has a way for us to get there. And it's our trust in him, and it's his love and faithfulness himself, that moves us forward. Proverbs continues to say, Do not be wise in your own ways. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Do not be wise in your own eyes. That's a bit of a tough one for us to grapple with, isn't it? We like to think we have it all figured out. We hit those milestones in life like we... Like, graduate high school or college and whatever, we'd think to ourselves, ah, I'm done. But are we really? I have a master's degree. Thirteen years ago, someone deemed I was worthy enough to cross the stage and receive a piece of paper that says, I am a master of divinity. Problem is, I'm not. Sure, I finished the degree requirements set forth by the institution. That Said, I've met the qualifications to receive a master's of divinity degree, but I am no master of the subject. I continue to read, I continue to learn to increase my understanding. Even for today, I had to read more, I had to learn more as I prepared my message for today. I'm never, we are never truly a master of anything, are we? Sure, we get pretty good at stuff, but are we truly a master? Our whole life we spend learning whether it's at school or at work or just in the general day-to-day living, we are learning things. And there's nothing wrong with us. We should seek to continue to learn, to grow as people in our understanding of how we interact with the world. The problem is sometimes we forget that we need to keep learning. The trouble starts when we start to think we know it all ourselves and trust ourselves over the wisdom of others or, as Proverbs reminds us, We trust ourselves over God. And then the trouble starts. When we read words in the Bible that say, Fear the Lord, we sometimes think it's like we need to be afraid of God, that he's going to come and he's going to punish us severely. But it's not like that. God is loving and faithful. Yes, we are to fear God, but it's not an an afraid kind of fear. It's more of a, a respect or a reverence that if we are to fear God, it's more like we have let God down because we've fallen short of his ways. If we trust God, we follow his wisdom, not going all on our own wisdom. If we trust God and follow God, then Proverbs says we are blessed. And the final words that Anna read from Proverbs 3 say this, Honor the Lord with all your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Honor God. Honor Him with all we have. We have been blessed with so many things. And now God just asks us to honor Him in return. Going back to a meeting from the other night... A number of years ago, when Laura Scott passed away, Harry made a very generous donation to the church. He gave us a sizable number of stocks. And this past winter, when we saw the the potential for the dips in the market, we cashed those stocks out to the tune of $120,000. And now, when we need it, Laura's money is blessing us so that we can bless others. With, her, with the donation in her memory, we can make these upgrades to our building. But even more than that, the, the upgrades allow us to do even more of God's work. It means we can do things, like we can feed people. We can bring people into our, prog- our building for programs. It means we can do the work that God leads us to do. It means we can honor God. We can use this money to do great things in his name instead of sitting on it for a so called rainy day. We honor God by using the gift made in Laura's memory to bless Sydney Mines. And Proverbs tells us in return that our barns will overflow and our vats will be filled. We will be blessed. This all begins by honoring God first and the blessings we, and from this we will receive great blessing. Remember to honor God. The world out there has gone a bit wild. It has immersed itself in sinful behavior and, and in many ways it has rejected God. But God has not rejected the world. God has not left us. God still has the church, or even more importantly, God still has his children. He has us. And if we are to honor God, we we remember his ways, his teachings, as shown in the life of Jesus, which is loving, which is being loving and faithful. Wherever you go, seek God. He will be there. He'll never leave you because, just like us here at Carmen, he loves you too much to forget you. God has a plan for all of us. It is a plan that is full of love and faithfulness. A plan that honors those around us as we seek to honor God. Let us go forward knowing God is in this place. But God is in this place because he's in our hearts. And because he's in our hearts, He is with us wherever we go. And we receive great blessing from him. Amen. Let us sing together, Here I Am, Lord. Mackenzie and Anna, to come forward. Come up over here and face that way. <laughs> Mackenzie and Anna, you two have spent a good number of years in this church in various capacities, helping us out with dinners and serving, and be part of the church, and Sunday school, and just being great young women in this church. And now you've reached another stage in your life where you're moving on to do different things. For Mackenzie, you're going to CBU next year, Bachelor of Science, with hopes of being a dental hygienist, right? Yes, okay, I got that right, good. And Anna's going to St. Mary's next year, all the way in Halifax, to study classics, classic history, and with hopes of, right now, to be an archaeologist. So... And I know that they both received scholarships for next year as well. So just a testament to what great young women they are. We want to honor, as I've said to you guys, um, for all that you've done the last, all your school years. And we're so proud of you both. And we wish you the very best. So we're gonna, we wanna offer you a small gift, a, a Celtic cross from Piper Pewter for both of you. And I like parents to, to come up and, and We will pray a blessing upon them. So Anna, I'll get you to switch. You can come over to this side just because it's more convenient for family. And you can, whatever you like, you can reach out, kind of virtually reach out to them and we offer our prayers for them. Lord, we present to you your children, Mackenzie and Anna. We thank you for the gift of their lives, in their family, in their schools, and in their church. We thank you, God, for the blessing of seeing them grow into beautiful young women they are today, young women that their family in this church are so proud of. We celebrate today the accomplishments of their lives so far for their education, for their leadership, for their participation in our church, in their school, and in the wider community. Lord, these are your children. Who are making major marking major milestones of their life this month they have finished their high school education are moving on in new in life to new things and we pray your blessing upon them lord wherever may they wherever they may go may they know your presence is with them lord as parents and loved ones gathered here today we ask you to protect them and watch over them keep them safe from all harm and bless them in their journey Lord, we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, the one you sent to show us the way, to show us your love, to show us your peace. So may your way, your peace, and your love be abundant in their lives, the lives of these young women, we pray. Amen. Thank you, ladies. All the best to you. And we look forward to seeing you at the reception afterwards. Oh, one more thing, the choir. Yeah, we'd like to sing it for you. Let's join together in prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we we thank you today. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of children. We thank you for the gift of this building. We thank you especially for the gift of one another. Lord, it is an honor and a privilege to serve you, to serve you in loving faithfulness, And so, Lord, we lift up the prayers of our hearts to you this day that there may be love and faithfulness found in all that we pray for. Lord, we we pray for the struggles of this world. We pray for the many in our community on the north side who struggle today and every day. Lord, we thank you that there are people who are seeking to do work to help them. And Lord, we pray that you will lead us in doing this work as well. Lord, we pray for those who are struggling with health, struggling with the the, the problems of life. And Lord, we pray healing upon them. We pray your peace and your comfort to be with them. Lord, we pray for all students as they finish up these last you know, few days of school. We pray for those who are writing exams. We pray that you fill them with wisdom. We pray for those who are, are, are uncertain of what the summer will bring. We pray your blessing be upon them. Lord, we pray that you keep all of our children safe in these summer months. Lord, we pray that you protect them and watch over our community. You protect them from all harm, O oh God. And again, Lord, we pray that if there is way, we would be part of bringing them that that peace, that comfort, and that protection. And Lord, we pray for the struggles of this world. We pray against the wars that are going on. We pray for peaceful understanding. We pray for peaceful resolutions. Lord, we give it all over to you that in your love, that in your kindness, in your faithfulness, O God, we would all turn to you and seek your wisdom above all others. Lord, now we just offer to you the prayers of our hearts this day. Lord, you hear the cries of our hearts. You hear the cries of this world. You hear the cries of all your children. And Lord, we pray that you will lead us and guide us all so that we can show our own loving faithfulness to others so that they may find you as well. Lord, bless us all. Bless those who who we have prayed for and bless us all in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who came and showed us how to live Amen. Our closing him today is one more step along the world I go. That uh, there's a little sheet of paper at the back with the grocery list on the back and a reminder of our summer services on the front. Um, we will go to the hall if you are comfortable. We will open the windows up, try to get some cross air flowing through there, and we'll take a little picture with the girls with the cake, and then the cake will be brought to you as opposed to having everybody grouped together in one spot. So let us just pray a grace. Lord, we thank you for this time of worship, this time of fellowship together, and we pray that as we move into further time of fellowship to celebrate with these young women, Lord, that you will bless the food to our bodies and the hands that have prepared it, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us go forth in this place in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God in each and every one of us, now and forever. Amen.